Okay, so we have a very special episode, uh, kind of what we've been hinting out uh, for a little bit. This is the 100th episode uh, of Suncast. Uh, first off, I want, want to thank all, all the listeners, everything. Uh, it, it's been great. Uh, we, we've hit over 10,000 uh, downloads in the first 100 episodes, everything. I mean, it's been been sick, so fun. And we had to have uh, three guests for the 100th episode uh, with a team that's been uh, you know, so much fun to cover, love covering all the teams in the conference, but a team that has been very supportive of Suncast and so much fun to cover, like I said, SCAD Women's Soccer. And we have Abigail Sadal, Ness Summer, and Sydney Chura. How are y'all do- doing today, ladies? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Doing good, doing good. Uh, awesome, awesome. Uh, look, y'all obviously off to uh, an, an amazing start. Um, now but lost a game, haven't tied a game. Uh, you remain undefeated. You moved up uh, to seventh uh, in the in the nation. I don't know if there's six teams better. I don't know about that, but <laughs> you know, uh, y'all have had an amazing, amazing uh, uh, start to the year. Uh, I mean, what's really been fun with y'all is you know, kind of last year y'all were a really young team, and y'all stepped it up this year, and you know, still a team with a lot of sophomores. A lot of juniors think there's a good window uh, for SCAD women's soccer. But the best thing that, that I've seen is just how much fun y'all have, uh, you know, when you're on the pitch together, watching y'all, uh, the camaraderie uh, that y'all display on the pitch, off the pitch, on social media. It's been so much fun to cover the last couple of years. Um, you know, I, I just want to uh, just go down. And, uh, Ness, we can start with you. I mean, uh, you just like, describe what it's like playing uh, with SCAD. Playing with SCAD? Yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, can you like d- describe like how much fun fun y'all have? Uh, and, oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I don't know. Sked really kind of made me fall more in love with with soccer. Um, and I don't think I've ever been in a team where like everyone is so focused on achieving like our goal together, but still at the same time having fun and. I don't know. It just kind of um, made me see it in a completely different way. And I think like, I love our culture and think the coaches are a huge part of it too. And just making everyone, just making sure everyone's on the same track to do stuff and to achieve what we want to achieve. Um, Even like in on the pitch and also um, off the pitch. I mean, like it's so cool at our school how we can be collaborating with our artistic careers kind of and like film summer's film and I'm in production design so and producing I'm like producing a film that summer is doing the camera for so it's like it makes it so fun to be able to do that on the weekends and then also be going and playing two games together and spending so much time it's just it's really really fun Yeah, it's been a really great um, three-year process kind of getting to where we are this year achievement-wise. Coming in in 2021, Sky Women's Soccer didn't have a a season in 2020 because of COVID. And so when we were freshmen coming in, um, also the sophomores at the time were also coming in first season. Um, So that really helped us like mesh together really nicely all as one. Um, And we definitely laid the groundwork in 2021 um culture wise and we've just been carrying it on um as a part of our class and new ones coming in to really get to where we are today yeah I don't think I've ever like been had a relationship like this with my teammates ever like especially I think freshman year really helps with it like living in the dorms all of that stuff we I think like we're literally family and I'm not exaggerating on that like I think we're all sisters we're all here for each other it's really amazing like Absolutely. 
Yeah, it, it sounds so much fun. Uh, Abby, you mentioned uh, about uh, doing the work with a uh, no, no, you dig uh, the, the the movie that uh, you you and Summer are, yes. are are working on. I did see the trailer for that last night. I know this wasn't a question that <laughs> question I, I had prepared, but I did see the trailer for it. It looks fun. Is that is that so? What is is it kind of like a like a funny horror movie kind kind of feel to it? Yeah, so it's like a um. It's a it's a dark comedy almost, but it's it's a really fun one. Um, it it's not like mafia, but it's these two hitmen who are who are taking their this guy that they're trying to kill out to dig his own grave. Okay. So it's like really nineties, like Pulp Fiction inspired, like Sarkeesian and all that all that stuff. So yeah, it's it should be really fun. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't <laughs> wait. Sarkeesian. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. Um, Abby, uh, uh, sticking with you for, uh, with this next question, something we talked uh, talked about the other day is Savannah and how a you know, beautiful city and how SCAD really incorporates the university uh, into the city. Uh, can you kind of talk about that combination of the campus life and how it's built in with the city of Savannah? Yeah, um, I think it's something that's super, super unique about SCAD. Um, we don't really have one like central campus. Um, pretty much like the city is our campus and we have academic buildings and housing all over Savannah and um, like between like two, three miles can be like buildings and it's super walkable, super, um, super bikeable, which is really cool and just so pretty to be, be able to go to your classes and walk and bike and stuff and um, almost every SCAD academic building was like renovated from an old historic building, which is really cool too. So each building's unique and um, has their own features for like obviously film and Sydney's like fashion marketing. Sydney's building is awesome. It's it's super unique and cool and so yeah, quirky. I know, it's super quirky. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's super cool to see like these old historic buildings renovated and then all the new technology they put into it for each of the majors is is super cool to see. Yeah, I've only been to Savannah twice. I think it's a really uh, underrated city. I mean, even you know, growing up in Georgia, I mean, we don't where I'm at is like four hours away from Savannah. But uh, you know, growing up, I mean, it's all about oh, Savannah's the sick city. Like, like to go and do the uh, the the haunted horse uh, like trails. I mean, I think it's something like it's like the second or third most haunted city uh, yeah. in America. And I find that yeah. stuff kind of, kind of fun. I go go and uh, do that kind of thing. But something really fun. Um, I just just found this out kind of recently. Uh, you know, the Savannah Bananas is obviously uh, mm-hmm. been a worldwide hit. Have y'all had a chance to go to any uh, of the Bananas games? Unfortunately, no. None, None of us, us three have. Yeah. Um, uh, Our roommate, Cindy and I, Cindy and I live with um, three other girls on the team. So we have a oh. house of five girls on the team that are all in our grade. Emily, uh, Ella, JC, Cindy and I. But Emily's been a few times. Yeah, right? Emily's gone like two or three times. Three? Yeah, she's managed to snag <laughs> tickets. Yeah, they're really hard to get. Um, my I parents bet. have tried like every time they come into town. They're extremely hard to get. Um, but they look super fun. So unfortunately, we haven't had the chance to go. But we've seen a lot on social media and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we have. They're big for sure. So there's a tryout for the bananas uh, this weekend down in Dayton. I don't want to say the two the two oh. guys' names, but the, uh, great great friends of mine, uh, Sun Conference guys. Uh, they're going to be trying out for the bananas, so it might be a pretty good shot. We have a couple Sun Conference guys uh, playing. Yeah. For it'll be awesome. Nice. That's awesome. And then they 
can't get a sticker. <laughs> yeah, get a get a sticker. Right, like, right. right, let's go. Here's take. We're gonna we go. know Reagan. We know Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> we love the Suncast. Uh, so, uh, Sydney. Um, something uh, you got to do uh th- this summer was play for uh the team uh you g- grew up playing with the club team uh Michigan Jaguars football club uh you made your first team in the Great Lakes division and playing in that division a ton of division 1 talent really speaks uh to you know y- your your ability and the ability that that's all across the NAI like I obviously will stand up on my soapbox soapbox uh, and, and scream, you know, Sun Conference NAI. It's right up there with uh, Division Two, uh, even Division uh, Division One. But uh, not, not the purpose of uh, this question. Uh, the, the what it is is y'all you help lead them to uh, the United Women's Soccer League Championship. Can you just talk a little bit about you know that league and what it meant. Uh, you know, girl. Obviously, you're close uh, with your team at SCAB, but you know, being a part of a team that you grew up playing with and then winning a national championship is such a high level. Can you just talk about that experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, I owe like the player I am today to the Michigan Jaguars. I'm just so lucky that they were the club that was closest to me at home. Um, I started playing as a junior Jag there when I was five and I grew up there um, my entire club career. Um, I started playing with one of my best friends now, Noelle Blaine, shout out. Um, When we were seven and we played together our entire lives um even up until this summer and um the year I graduated in 2021 the summer after they introduced their um semi-pro team in the UWS league and that was a really good opportunity for Jags alum and also um like neighboring clubs around um girls who come home from college in the summer to really get good quality touches on the ball against really good like teammates and opponents um the first year I played on this team. I went to the tryout and I got put on the second team. Um, They probably saw NAIA on my sheet and were like, oh, we'll put her on the second team. Um, But I saw that and I was like, absolutely not. I went out, um, showed out the first three games and they bumped me up um, instantly that first year. So then coming back this summer, they knew to put me on the first team. Um, And it's just a great experience going back every summer with the girls that I've played with for like, 10 five years even um and in club we would practice together four days a week and have multiple games every weekend so I spent an incredible amount of time with these girls and it's so fun following all of them most of them are division one um so great like watching them on ESPN following their careers and then being able to come back with them in the summer is a great experience and this summer um obviously we want good touches on the ball but it's all for all for fun and games. And so we were doing well. We were about third place in our Great Lakes Division um, Conference. Um, we hadn't lost a game. We had tied two. And our coach, um, who's actually an NAIA assistant coach at Lawrence Tech, um, so it was nice having a head coach who's also involved in the NAIA. Um, he was like, hey, guys, if you win the next three games, we can go to California. And we were like, oh, really? And then um, shout out to Noelle again. She was like, okay, guys, like we really have to work hard and like we can go to California, like all expenses paid, like great opportunity to like be together as much as we can since we don't see each other that much anymore. And so we put in the work. We won our conference final. Then we won our regional final against Cincinnati. Um, and then we got to fly out to California. It was an incredible experience um, playing two great teams, one from Connecticut and one from California themselves. 
And in that final game, um, it was the locker room. We were the underdogs to win it. Um, no one expected us to win this game. We were third place in the conference two weeks ago. Um, we were in the locker room just getting hyped before, always having a good attitude. Like, hey, if we lose, it's okay. Like, just work our hardest and have fun. That's all what Summer League is about. Yeah. And in the locker room before the game, our goalkeeper, Batul Reda, she's the starting goalkeeper at Dayton, like incredible keeper. She told us, hey, guys, work our hardest. Let's make it to PKs. And I got you guys. Like, I got your back. She said that in the locker room before the game, just like all exuding confidence. And that's exactly what we did. We had a really tough 90 minutes and we had a flight scheduled out um, that night. And so there was no overtime. We went straight into PKs. Um, And... It was really intense, a really crazy moment. We didn't even know that was happening, but it was the last five minutes of the game, and the announcer came over the thing and was like, hey, guys, no overtime. Like, we're going to straight into spot kicks. We're like, oh, my gosh. Um, So we made it through those last five minutes, and then when it was over, our coach was like, hey, guys, who wants to take a PK? And a bunch of us shot our hands up. I was one of them. And then he was like, okay, who wants to go first? Everyone kind of sat for a second, and then I shot my hand up. Um. And so I was really proud of myself for taking initiative and being the first one in a national championship final big deal against a team that has like almost all division one. And then a couple of national team players from like oh, wow. Jamaica and other countries, which was really incredible. And so I walk up there, I take the first one, I make it really set the tone for my team. Um, and then we ended up winning it and it was just like, a feeling like no other, everyone rushing the field, like being the underdogs to just win the whole thing and be with your hometown buddies. It was really incredible. Hopefully it'll be a feeling y'all feel uh, around December. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely made me hungry for more championships. That's for sure. That is electric though. Um, as y'all know, most people listening know, I was a goalkeeper uh, growing up. I thought I'd be in, y- in y'all shoes playing uh, college soccer before I was saying, you know, punting a little bit easier than, than uh, goal- goalkeeping. <laughs> right. And uh, I-, I tell you, that, that takes some confidence. I don't, I-, I was a pretty confident guy with goalkeeping, but I don't know if I was like, hey, you get me to PKs, I got them. Don't be a walk PKs. I mean, it's uh, very difficult uh, to do, but um you know, I, I think I think that whole, that whole experience just sounds so. But I think summer league uh, in general. Um, I got uh, my experience with it with baseball uh, this year, broadcasting up in New York. I think summer league. I mean, it's just so much more relaxed and a lot more fun uh, than I mean school. I mean, sure, you want to go out there and compete, like you said. But I mean, it's fun. You go, you're going out there. Um, you're yeah, not, for sure. It's, it's not that serious. Um, Summer, uh, one of my uh, favorite parts uh, of do, doing Suncast, uh, and th- something that if you would ask me back back uh, March twenty twenty two when I first started, is something I didn't really think about. But being able to talk with people not from the U.S. Uh, and talk about di- uh, different cultures and everything. Uh, you're the first uh, guest that we've had on that that's from Portugal. I was wondering if you just talk to us um, a little bit about like uh, the, the culture there and kind of the process of uh, you know moving from uh, Portugal uh, to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. So I love Portugal. I feel very blessed that I got to grow up in such like an amazing and beautiful country. I'm very proud to be Portuguese. (laughs) Um, And I don't know, like, I feel like especially soccer wise uh, or football, (laughs) um, it's, I think it's very different and like, it's it's like the sport that 
everyone literally everyone plays ever since they're like they can walk yeah. <laughs> and i think i was born in a generation that still um got to experience like playing on the street a little bit mm-hmm. like i remember like um if we're talking about like the my like parents age like when they were kids they would like only play on the street and it's like everyone would play on the street and when i was born it wasn't like that anymore but like even at school at recess like that's all i did all i did was play soccer with my friends like we would be in class and we had recess like everyone would like run to the fields or whatever like find a spot and just play with a soccer ball so i actually only uh joined the soccer team when i was like nine because my parents did not want to want me to play soccer because I was a girl. I used to do swimming. Um, and I had to like force them to let me play in a team. And obviously at the time, I soccer women's soccer in Portugal is not very developed. It wasn't at the time, so there were not women's team anywhere. So I had to play with boys first. And then uh, my club created a, a women's team and I got to join it. But like, sorry, I just went on a whole spiel about no, you're good. playing soccer like, and like growing I, up like in I, Portugal. Like I told you earlier, y'all, y'all are good. I mean, there, there is no limit on this. This is a full – this is the 100th episode. This is, you, you're good. Mm-hmm. You, you, you talk all you want. Keep ranting, Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. So and interesting. I just, I just think that, like, the entire culture around soccer just, like, really um, made me, like, the player I am today and made me love it. Um, so I'm very, like, thankful at – so much fun when I was younger, like just playing with my friends. Yeah. And my mom would always complain, like my trousers would always be like broken. My shoes were like only lasted a month. Um so that was really fun. And I feel very blessed uh for that. And I know it's amazing. Um also Portugal is such a beautiful beautiful country, like living close to the beach, into the sea, into the river. Mm. And I I I feel like I'm that was also a huge part of me choosing Savannah because it's a coastal city, like it's pretty close to the ocean. I could not see myself like being in the middle of nowhere. Like I can't, I cannot. Um, <laughs> like we're even, um, you suggested this the other day that we should go for a sunset swim. Oh yeah, tonight. Should, tonight. Yeah, all, a lot of the juniors are going for a sunset, sunset, <laughs> <laughs> a sunset swim tonight because our midterms start next week. We definitely need a refresher. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my professor just, like my favorite thing. just dropped one, one on us. We got a forty question short answer midterm next, oh, or next oh, Monday. Brutal. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, not looking forward to that one. But you know, again, it, it is uh, it, it is what it is. Um, but you know, sticking with you know school and academics, um, you know, SCAD is so different from not only teams in the Sun Conference and NAI, but I mean all across uh, the country. Um, all three of you have three very uh, fun majors that we talked about. Uh, the, the other day, um, Abby, Abby, we start with you. Just you know, talk about your major and what you're doing with it, and kind of how SCAD's helping you advance that um, it, with your career. Yeah, um, I came into SCAD um, just honestly with a passion for photography and videography in high school. I really, really picked up that. <laughs> Summer, <laughs> not film. <laughs> Sorry, summer. <laughs> um, and I didn't really know quite what I wanted to do with it, but um, eventually, I started looking into the different areas of film and the different roles on set and everything and production design. I really just 
feel like I found my niche there. So um, it's it's honestly kind of overlooked in film. People don't really like um, appreciate production design as much. But I mean, we create the whole um, setting for the film. We we when we get a location, we transform it into into the story of the film and everything is intentional. Every piece of everything on the wall is intentional. Everything an actor's holding is intentional. So um, it's really, really uh, cool. And I'm also um, minoring. So my production design, set design and art direction. And then I'm minoring and producing for film and media. So I also um, produce films like for summer so she'll be on camera but I'll be doing everything to make the film happen to make make everyone get there on set make sure everyone's working together making all the equipment getting getting there and we have a location and um yeah so and that's like how creative creative um management is kind of the end goal for me wherever I end up commercial in film editorial anything that I want to be doing it's just creative leadership is um kind of that what I would like to do that's fine because uh, I know uh, we we kind we kind of talk about uh, on the phone is like is SCAD just kind of that art school like is it just art? It's like no, right? I mean, it's so it's it's so much so much more uh, than that. I mean, and Sydney, I mean, you you you're doing some r- really cool stuff with uh, activewear. Yeah, so my major is fashion marketing, and I'm minoring in sneaker design. Um, I'll be honest, when I came to SCAD, I had interior design written on my thing. Um, For SCAD, they really encourage you to explore around, so they don't even encourage you to declare your major until your sophomore year. And so I took my freshman year, really um, went through like the gen ed courses, like the basics of like drawing and design and all that kind of stuff to put my feelers out. Um, I never declared as interior design. I kind of just put that because I didn't really know um, what I wanted to do, but I've always been quite artistic. My mom's a graphic designer, so I had a lot of like familial support um, coming to art school, which was really nice. Um, And so I declared at first as um, fibers, which is a lot of like fabric fine art. And then um, I realized I don't like fine art like that. And so um, I switched to fashion marketing. Um, And within fashion, I really want to go into activewear. I've been a multi-sport athlete my entire life, Um, obviously playing high level soccer since I was really young. Um, And then also running track and cross country in high school. I live in athletic clothes. Um, It's all that's in my closet. Anyone can attest to that on this team. And um, so that's just really where I want to go with my career and just adding sneakers on top of that is just the footwear extension of activewear. And I really like my studies here. Are you looking to like, you know, start your own company or like work, work with a company? I would rather work with a company that I'm passionate about rather than start my own. Are there any like companies you're like passionate about now that you're like, like looking at? Yeah, the end goal, the dream goals would definitely be like Set Active is one of my favorite brands um, out of Los Angeles. I know I'm manifesting here. Um, And I actually did um, like a mock sneaker design for a collab between them and Hoka. And I emailed it to her and she like the CEO of Set Active. And she actually responded to my email like she saw my work, which was really incredible. I like I when I got that email back, I like sprinted into Emily Roseland's on the team's like room in the house. And I was like crying, like tears coming out of my (laughs) eyes was like incredible. She really liked it. And so 
um it's really nice just like getting my feelers out now putting myself um out in front of the people that I want to be in front of another day and then also end goals would be like obviously like a Lululemon a Nike like an on running like that kind of space is really where I want to be uh, yeah your reaction to that email would be like the same if I sent mine to like, like ESPN and like they had some, yeah. someone like yeah you're doing, you're doing really good broadcast be like oh my god thank you yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, you obviously do like Suncast completely on your own. I mean, how phenomenal. I just, it's so cool that you've done this just on this, on the side and how much you've, what you've made of this. I can't wait to see like what you do in the future. Like what a portfolio adder this is, but, but like Cindy getting to do stuff like how every day in class it's for what can we, SCAD is so focused on what can we do to get your portfolio yeah. to add things to your portfolio to get you into the industry mm-hmm. and it's so focused on that and it's so great we have so many resources to help us with that and so many alumni connections mm-hmm. and it's really really nice that's like one of the major reasons i chose scan and i talked to you about this like yeah. scan is obviously like top third like obviously amazing art school probably one of the best in america but mm-hmm. film wise is like top 25 which is amazing because there's like so many amazing colleges that teach film, but SCAD being in Savannah, it's not like, it's not in New York, New York. It's not in Atlanta. I mean, it's in Atlanta right now because we have a campus there, but it's not like in the big film cities and what they're doing with the film department right now is like, it's huge. And wow. Like we have, I don't know if you know, we have an XR stage, which is like, if you've seen the Mandalorian, or like even Batman was shot on a vol- volume. Uh, like Scat is providing those resources. Like the Batman, like, like like the latest Batman. Yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, it's like my I'm, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, <laughs> like so we have an XR stage, and then they're building a back lot, which is like a Hollywood style studios, like with a fake city inside. It's on like a ten acre lot too. It's called it's, Savannah Film Studios. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I know, yeah, um, check, check out this campus. I mean, it, it, yes, it's, you absolutely do. It's yeah, so much, so many t- new technology. Also, as like a, a film student, as like um, the amount of equipment we get and we can use like professional equipment. Like this weekend, I'm uh, working as a director of photography for a, a MFA thesis, and we're using a camera called the Ari Alexa Mini. It's an industry standard camera used um used for like films you see on the movies like right insane like uh i don't know i feel so lucky i think it's so cool the opportunities we get the classes we get to pick from the professors oh my god like i have this one <laughs> professor shout out professor Queso, <laughs> the best professor i've had he's amazing like go look at his portfolio the stuff he's shot i don't know it's just so inspirational to be around all these people too mm-hmm. and I think like for example Sid like I remember you like your journey so far to like finding your passion is like I feel like you you really like found your yeah like niche. where you need to be and like you found what you need to be yeah. like I feel like I found where I need to be because when I came in the beginning I was like oh maybe I want to be like right. a dramatic writing minor and then I took a dramatic writing class and I was like okay that's definitely <laughs> not what I want to do yeah. and then I've also loved photography since I was younger so like photography just- film like operating camera it's like finding your niche yeah i mean there's just so so many majors here it's just so cool to be able to explore and not have that pressure and be able to 
go in and out of different major classes even and like just see where you want and there's so many opportunities outside of class to go and take a workshop and see if see if that's where you'd be interested in it really does it's been really cool having our journeys to find where we and also for example like sid's fashion marketing and i feel like fashion marketing and fashion design and film are like probably the best majors like collab especially in the spring it's when like our senior collections for the fashion people Mm -hmm. they come out and then they everyone like they reach out to film students and they all shoot like a commercial kind of like video Mm. for their brand Mm. and it's chaotic during the spring because everyone's doing fashion films and it's so cool like i just can't like i love when we do that on the team too yeah it seems like they do a really good good job of helping the students you know find what they find what they're supposed to be is what kind of the general me- message that I've gotten from all three of you is like you, um, Abby had a little bit more, uh, uh, kind of what you want to do coming in, but like, uh, like, uh, Sydney, uh, and Summer, you both said it, y'all were thinking about kind of go, going a different direction. And then it was like, Oh, I mean, th- this is what, what I do. I mean, it, it really seems like a really well run university. Yeah, absolutely. It's growing so much, even mm-hmm. since we've been here, it's, it's, the opportunities and the amount of students coming so yeah not, and it's amazing that it's like yeah. oh wait sorry can i say something like let's yeah. just close this out it's really cool that we're like an art school and we still found like so many great athletes to be on our team because it's like yes it's not it's so much more narrowed down and it's like amazing what we have here i think yeah that's what um coach gun calls scad almost an easy sell um, cause there's so many just like amazing opportunities, great programs, like world renowned. And so if you can find like quality players, like our coaches have done such a nice job, um, recruiting, it's almost like they can, they put in the work to get the players and then SCAD does the work to keep them and like get them to commit here. And I think we've done like a really nice job of, um, recruiting really great talent and like SCAD makes it really easy yeah. to get like really good quality players. Yeah. yeah everyone's so passionate about soccer and and the arts when they come here so i i I mean hand up i knew about about scad like i mean being from georgia they they would be like you know we had like college day or whatever in high school like Mm -hmm. scat scat would be there Um, when i first started suncast i was like wait the art school has sports too i didn't know that (laughs) but (laughs) but it's it's been uh really cool um abby uh you know like like we've said uh this is a pretty young team but especially last year uh, i was a really uh, young team. Um, it does seem like y'all, y'all have kind of stepped it up, uh, ment- uh, mentality wise. Uh, can you just maybe talk about like the, the transition and how y'all have grown as a group, uh, from last year to this year? Yeah. Um, so I think Sydney really was talking about how amazing our culture is and how we've yeah. really, um, worked so, so much work goes in not only on the field, but off the field, um, from our coaches, making sure when we come in, what we're doing during preseason, um, the meals we're having together, the activities we're doing together, making sure, sure, there's a balance of um, hard work on the field, being in meetings, doing films, doing tactical sessions, but also um, the fun side, like what are we, when we're doing on away trips, like even getting together for study sessions or going, like we just went to the mall and had a nice fun day. We got to go to Cheesecake Factory and go to the mall together. And um, like we said, we're doing like Tybee, Tybee Island trips together. Um, So that, that balance has just been phenomenal. 
Um, I mean, it keeps you so passionate for the game, being able to have fun and work, work incredibly hard. So, yeah, I think that now that we're um, more of an older team, like you said, uh, we've been able to take everything that we've learned um, in the past years, like the from the highs, the lows, the, you know, the way last year ended. Um, and we really can face adversity with so much experience now. Um, we have an incredibly hard conference. Um, I mean, we're halfway through and uh, every team shows up and gives us their own type of challenge. But this year we're so focused on taking it one team at a time. Even though we play two teams in a weekend, it's one game at a time, one team at a time, one play at a time. We're celebrating the little wins. If someone wins the ball, we're celebrating that. Um, and we're so confident in whatever adversity we're going to face, we'll move through it together and just get the job done. That's all you need to do, no matter what type of game you're having, get the job done. And, you know, I hope that's what we can do for the rest of the season. So one of the biggest differences from last year to this year, to me, um, I definitely think comes from how we ended our last year. Um, we've been building up this program. Obviously, the coaches have been working ever since they've gotten here, but us three um, since 2021. Um, and obviously, we want to go up and up every year. Um, in our freshman year, having made it like the furthest um, a Sky Women's soccer team has ever made it in the national tournament after winning that first game was really great. And so going back to the same site the next year against a team that was obviously a very great team, but one that we were like seeded wise um, predicted to win, um, ending up losing definitely leaves a sour taste in your mouth, um, especially if you were expecting to go further. Um, and that result, I think, definitely is driving all of the returners this year. Um, that was a great game. My um, first game coming back after my injury ended up scoring a goal. It was a good confidence booster for me. And so I think um, just like resetting being a goldfish is one of our um, team <laughs> mentalities. Like if we get scored on or if you make a bad pass, like goldfish have super short memories. So just like forget about it and move on and do your best next time has been a good um, like mentality shift for us. And one of our like big words we're focusing on this year is to become a champion. Um, and there's multiple ways to that. And we're definitely giving our all into every single way. Cindy, you talked a little bit about uh, you know, coming back uh, for that game. I believe uh, who was it was Olivia, Olivia Nazarene. Olivia Nazarene, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I thought so. But um, you know, coming back uh, from that uh, collarbone injury that uh, you know cut cut your season short, where you had like what ten goals and nine games to start start off the year. Can you just talk you know, a little bit about how that's given you a little extra mo motivation this year? Yeah, that was definitely um, definitely like not to sound like corny or whatever, but that whole experience and everything that came after it was like the hardest thing that I've ever like had gone through on a personal level. Um, I was obviously coming off of a really amazing freshman year, like all American um, Sun Conference freshman of the year. And so I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to have an equal, if not better sophomore year. Um, and so during preseason, I got kind of burnt out at the middle. I remember breaking down into tears, like at the Hive Cafe, our dining hall with the coaches, just like putting pressure on myself um, to be the best player I could be. And so I ended up getting out of that funk pretty quickly. And once games started, I really started getting into the groove. And like you said, I had 11, ga 11 goals in 10 games. Um, and then um, my first ever broken bone in that um, Bruton Parker game was really unfortunate. And um, that definitely took a big mind shift 
mind um, mindset shift for me because I've never broken a bone before. I've never been out nearly that long for an injury before. Um, but it really gave me a really nice new perspective, um, being on the sideline where I hadn't spent a ton of time at my time in SCAD, um, being on the sideline, um, really listening how everyone just encourages, encourages each other from the sideline onto the field is really incredible. And obviously when you're playing, you hear it, but you don't get the full extent. Um, so being a part of that, like encouraging community from the bench was really amazing and I worked my absolute hardest to um, recover and do all my physical therapy to get back in time because I unfortunately couldn't medically redshirt because I'd played too many um, games um, which I was really salty about for a long time because I got injured even before conference and I couldn't redshirt Um, and so that was another like mental thing I had to get over just accepting that like um I'm not getting this year back and trying to view it not as wasted time, but as time to like learn a new experience, which I definitely think I did. Um, And knowing that I would be cleared in time for the national tournament and no sooner um, felt like I was back in preseason, like fighting that um, like pressure that I had to come in and do all this stuff, um, which absolutely is so unnecessary. We have such great depth on this team. And while I definitely think, um, I contribute a great deal. Everyone does such an amazing job with or without each other just on their um, own. And coming back into that game, being able to score that goal um, really proved to myself that um, even with time off in an unfortunate circumstance, I can do what I've set my mind to. And because we only played one game when I was back um, this summer, definitely was a time where I was making up for lost touches that I lost in the fall, um, trying to get my mindset straight. And I definitely think this summer helped me achieve that. Yeah, you talked a lot about the mental side of the game, which uh, I, it's something that's gotten better, obviously, over the last five, 10 years uh, in sports in general, being able you know, to, to talk about like, hey, these players have a lot going on uh, mentally. I mean, something that, I mean, I, I've obviously uh, dealt with um, that's been been a real mo- emotional year, uh, you know, senior year for me. And it's just, I mean, the, 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 that whole, the, the mental side of everything, I think just being able to take a step back and saying, hey, this is just sports. Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is, this is just sports. And to, you know, really just, you know, try to, do what you can do. And at the end of the day, if you know, you're, you're, you're giving your best, obviously your situation with uh, the uh, pretty much season uh, ending injury, what was uh, devastating. Um, and it, it is, it is, I mean, it's a terrible thing to, to have to have to go through, but uh, it's safe to say you're back uh, and playing, playing well. I mean, you were able to kind of take a step back and uh, really learn from the game and really handle uh, the the situation uh, well, uh, summer, you know, we, we, we've talked a, a good bit about, uh, you know, y'all and, you know, the, the attack of the bees is obviously formidable, but what's really been big this year, uh, for y'all is y'all's defense. I mean, uh, only allowed what three goals, uh, so far, uh, this year, uh, the, the defense, the goal keep keeping, uh, has been great. Um, and obviously a huge, huge part, uh, to y'all's, uh, undefeated, uh, start, you know, what, what does it mean? Uh, or what's the deep, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. What do you credit, uh, that, uh, defensive su- success from? I think, I think our defense has always been good. Um, but I think like we talked before about like, how we're all like, so focused on achieving our goals this year. 
and being the best team we, we can be. And like also the coaches changing some stuff around. Um, I've always thought our defense was really good, but this year, like me and me and Sid, like I think we, we talked about this in the beginning, like we've never been so confident in our defense. Absolutely. Yeah. They're so good. Like not to brag about them, but <laughs> like shout out to our defense. They're so amazing. And I don't know. I'm just mind blown by them every game. Like, as you said, forwards a lot of times get a lot of credit and we get all the stats and points and like defense. I don't understand why there's not like a stat for defense, like tackles or something. Cause we get like shots, shots on goal. Yeah. So like. I wish there was, if there, if there were, I think, uh, you know, when, when we make our graphics for Suncast, we saw where there is a defender that, you know, had seven, eight, nine, ten tackles uh, in a game. That's huge. I mean, and uh, yeah. massive. I mean, yeah. obviously, we kind of was like, okay, it's either probably going to be a goalkeeper or who had the most points in, in, in the game. I think I, I think that is a stat uh, we, we should absolutely uh, be be keeping up yeah. with. Um, yeah, I want to thank you all yeah. again. This this has been, been incredible. But um, I, you know, I, I do have one last question um, for, for all of you. Um, Abby, we can start with you. Um, can you just describe the two people sitting next to you? You know, not only as a player, yes, but as a person as well. This is the hardest question to know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it's so fun, first off, that it's us three juniors up top. I mean, how much bonding we've gotten to do, and it's year three now, and how much love we have for each other, and how much we can show up for each other when when we need it. Um, it's just so phenomenal. But summer, summer. She's a silly girl. <laughs> She's so funny. I think she has probably the biggest personality on our team. Um, you go to <laughs> you go to summer when you need you need a laugh or you need a smile. It's a hundred percent. She's gonna give that to you, and she's she's she can be serious and give you some great advice, but she also can be super fun and just just be that person for you. And Sydney, um, I think on the field, one of my favorite things about Sydney. Um, she just exudes confidence and that is so important for our team. Um, she, I just, every time she steps on the field, she's confident in herself and her ability. And even she's, she's no, I just, I, I, I think that's something that's so such a good leadership aspect from Sydney. And um, I got to room with Sydney. She's my OG roomie. And um, yeah, I just love Sydney. She's, she's, She's a little shy. <laughs> she loves to read and she's super driven on her um on her work constantly, but she uh she loves to have fun and <laughs> this is so hard. I've never had to like describe their describe them before. You're doing great, doing a gr- great job of it. Uh Sydney, what about you? How would you uh, d- describe the two to your right? Um Summer, I would definitely agree with Abigail that she is the biggest personality. Um, I love summer. Always have. Um, sometimes our personalities can clash because we're both we're both have so much confident confidence in ourselves and each other. We're type um, eight. Yes, we're both type eight enneagrams, and if anyone knows anything about that, it's like really like kind of controlling, really confident, and all that can clash. Sometimes we all know it's in um, all love, great spirit. Like we're both just really competitive, and that's one thing that I like best about our dynamic is that even if like maybe we like not yell at each other but like if we just get in a little like whatever if you're annoying me one day like, like we can all be a yeah, like 
Um, she has yelled at me before a couple times, and I do too. Like, all in good fun, just it's um, it's a little clash, and we can just come back at the end of the day and just be great friends. Yeah. And it's like no hate, all love. Um, and Abigail, yeah, we were freshman roomies, bestie roomies for sure. Yes. Um, and being with Abigail on this team, living with her, um, all three of these years, um, has really allowed me to grow as a person. She's very um emotionally intelligent. Um which has like allowed me to grow like my emotional intelligence as well from like asking for advice. So just like seeing how she views like situations on and off the field, which is yeah, like, we're very different, like how we view things. Yeah. Situation. So it's so, so good for us to like, hear each other's side of it. It's been super interesting having that relationship with Sydney. It's been really great. Dude, you gotta, you gotta have a friend like that where it's like, okay, yeah. you completely opposite for me. And I, yeah, I, right. we gotta have that, uh, have that mix of personalities and get, get, get it right. But I mean, just from the, that, that answer, and y'all sound literally just like a big family. Like, yeah, y'all might, might bicker a little bit, yell at each other a little bit, but it's like, oh, I mean, we're gonna, we gotta get together. We're, we're sisters. Family. At yeah. the end of the day, we're yeah. sisters. Yeah. Wait, I didn't go, Regan. I didn't go. Summer really wants to describe us. Okay. Let's hear it. You don't have to if you really don't want to. You, no, you she yeah. really wants to. Go ahead. All this time I've been pretending I'm their friend. <laughs> summer. <laughs> there's summer. There's the out of pocket. There's the sarcasm. There's the, that's love. the yeah. quarter of the episode yeah. right there. Wait, wait, don't end it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just oh, saying that. That's okay. The perfect um, so I think Abby. I think we have like an interesting dynamic, like. I don't know. Yeah. He's cutting this like out. You, you get me. I'm so bad. At you're good. You're good. I just like. I feel like we can always have fun and like we just collaborate really well. And I feel like every time we do something together, it's like we're always laughing and yeah, it's so silly and um. It's I like, can't wait to see the no you do. I, I can't wait because I think I think especially yes. after this interview, it's like yeah, this this going it's going to be uh, good. Mm-hmm. The, by the way, I mean, one more question uh, about that. How long is it going to be? Is it going to be like a little short movie or is it, it going to be like a longer one? Yeah, it's it's going to be a short film. It should be about what, like seven, eight minutes. Yeah. The okay. original script is a little big and we cut it a little yes. bit. It's just a directing the narrative. It's about a junior level class um, that our director is in. Um, so it's just a short film, pretty low budget. Um for great for portfolio summer's really we're all really excited it should be really cool mm-hmm. and really fun to do so i mean yeah, we'll definitely director, send you it the director yes, in my film please. 100 class freshman year so yes yeah it's cool and summer and i do um senior videos every year on senior day which we need to start doing because it's not good <laughs> we do um senior videos um in honor of the seniors and just something they can take with them after the program it's it's super silly but i think it's a great way to you know honor them and show mm-hmm. our love for them and what they've done for the program so that's awesome it, it it sounds fun i want uh whenever y- uh, y- y'all get a chance do definitely like like s- send me some of y'all's uh work i do like i like i t- told uh you on the phone summer i love seeing like your instagram posts like seeing kind of like the, the b- behind the stages of everything sydney definitely uh you know send me some like uh designs or something maybe we post it on suncasters see uh get <laughs> uh, show some some of the the people but i mean i again i i know we've talked about a little bit but scad is just such a fun school and you know what 
uh, everything that everybody's doing. I mean, the, the, the I wouldn't describe myself as, as like an art guy or anything, but um, I'll follow a couple, couple of uh, people. I believe Haley's, uh, Haley's, uh, was it, uh, Bird's Doodle, Do- Doodle Bird or something like that. On, Doodle, Bird. Doodle Birds, she's Doodle amazing. Bird. Yeah. I, I don't like, know how she does that. It's, yeah, they're, yeah, they're super cool. Creative. I was maybe like, I, like scrolling, like, oh, there's a nice little break in the average news feed. Here's just some fun do- do- doodles uh, to check out. But Summer, Abigail, Sydney, uh, thank y'all so much. Uh, this is uh, not only for coming on, but uh, all the support that y'all, y'all have shown uh, to Suncast. If there's anything else uh, y- y'all like to add, talk about Mike's, Mike's all yours. If not, um, I- I've run out of questions. Um. Well, I kind of wanted to ask you something. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was just wondering, like, Sydney and I are huge um, NCAA, like Division One, SEC, Big Ten fans for women's soccer. And sure. we don't watch men as much, but sure. <laughs> sports fans. Um, and obviously, they have great nationwide coverage. Mm. Um, like, I, I just feel like they cover it so well. We love watching the t- tournament at the end of the, the year. Like, they're streaming so well. Um, do you think, like, the NAIA should – work on that and should help get more coverage of the entire um like all the schools across the country and do something like you're doing like suncast but for for the naia uh, that, that that's a great question um you know there there are a couple of other podcasts that do really good job with covering their sport i think nai football uh is really good obviously nai ball is the standard uh they, they they cover baseball but these are all third third party and you know my other company uh naisb i mean that we that's kind of what we do covering all nai softball really excited uh for the spring it'll be year two of naisb i'll be able to you know kind of go travel we have a couple plans uh for going out but as far as you know directly out of kansas city um and doing it uh a short answer yes um i i i do wish there was more um the the big thing is logistics um and money um you know i don't know what else there is i do i not this is something that i i've had conversations uh, about in you know more private settings i won't go in full detail with it but i do think there should be um nai networks uh i think there um i think when you look at i'll tell you a a good example of who's doing it well you look at saint thomas they're doing an excellent job of just uh, using the Sun Digital Network, um, and they do a coach's corner uh, at least once a week where they have on players and, players and coaches to talk on it and promote it. Um, yeah, I think when you look at small college athletics, um, it's an audience. It is an audience thing. Uh, the audience, um, you, you know, I think once there starts to be a bigger audience, and I do think it, it is growing. When you look at the NAI in general, it is growing, but – I think there should be more. I, uh, you know, that the, the whole premise of starting Suncast uh, March 2022 was there are incredible athletes in this conference uh, that are working their butt off. And there's, you know, outside of the good work that uh, the sports information departments are doing and maybe your occasional local news reporters, there's really not a lot going on. That was kind of the premise of, you know, starting Suncast to give this platform um just so a short answer yes i think there should be more um i think it would be very fun um and, you know something that uh taylor thomas my partner with naisb and i've talked about would be like hey imagine you know for a weekend we went to 
say like College of Idaho or, or uh, against uh, Oregon Tech, which is a map is a good rivalry. I mean, great teams there uh, out on the West Coast, and like we did make it like um, a kind of kind of like a game day atmosphere, um, like a college yeah. game day w- with with football. Now, are we going to get thousands of people out there? No, but. Um, you know, if we did something, <laughs> wish that would be sick, but, but yeah. like it, 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 there's, I wish there were, and I really wish there was one for soccer. I think there's a massive opportunity for somebody to step up and start covering all NAI soccer. Yeah, I think it's just a huge opportunity and I just hope yeah. someone in the NAI helps, helps it happen. You know, I think uh, there's so much room for growth in the NAI. Yeah, absolutely. That, and that, that was my next point. There is so much room for growth uh, in, in the NAI. Like, I think it is an untapped, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, not resource, but like, it, th- th- there's just so much there and nobody's doing anything with it. That's why it was a no brainer for me to start Suncast, start covering NAI softball. Yeah. Um, if, I, if I had more time, I, and, I mean, okay, well, I'll admit it. I'll talk about it. I have had conversations and thoughts after I graduate. Um, you know, obviously soccer is a fall sport. I have no problem covering sun, the Sun Conference and softball at the same time in the spring. So I, I, I'm not saying that I will start covering NAI soccer like this, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't put it past me to start a third podcast. Uh, oh, wait, you're graduating. You're not going to be here next year. Suncast. Now we're getting into something that, that I can't really, really talk about. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> on air, as far as um, what my next step is after, but I will say this: um, this conversation I've had with uh, Commissioner Wilkie, uh, another sport SIDs uh, in in this conference. I have no plans of Suncast going anywhere. Um, I even if I continue, obviously want to continue in my broadcasting career. Um, And, you know, this is a a huge part of this is, you know, having people on the staff now, Uh, you know, Joe uh, with with graphics, Josh doing a great job with football, Manny uh, and Brian all doing great things with Suncast as well. I have no intentions of leaving Suncast after I graduate. um, I continue to, uh, cover it. Um, I, I think, I think a difficult part will be, you know, as far as, you know, like me going out to games that could eventually, uh, be an issue, but I love what I do. I love covering this conference. Uh, I love covering NAI softball. Both platforms are not going anywhere after I graduate. Um, you know, we look here in a few years and say there is a big time broadcasting opportunity for me. And it, it has to be the only thing that I do. Uh, Suncast, I don't, I have no plans for it going anywhere. I th- I feel like there will be eventually when I, if, if, and when I do leave Suncast, I do fully plan on having somebody take it over. Um, I yeah, don't, the three of us. Yeah, there we go. Get, get <laughs> so the three, three, of y'all, three of y'all to run. Right. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I love what I do. I do, but I, I do think the NAI uh, athletes deserve uh, more and more coverage. I mean, I, I don't know what the exact steps are to do it but yeah absolutely great cool all right well again sydney abby summer thank y'all so much uh for coming on uh everybody listening thank thank y'all uh, for tuning in uh 100th episode Thanks, <laughs> yeah <laughs> appreciate it, y'all uh we will have a full weekend recap um uh, to monday night tuesday 
whenever we, we get done recording that, we'll, we'll have that out. No, this is kind of what, uh, in between, in between, uh, episodes, but again, I wanted to do this with, uh, the, these three, uh, these three athletes that are incredible on the field and off the field. Uh, thank you to, to them again. And thank all of you for listening and yeah. Happy, happy hundredth episode, everybody. Happy, 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 happy